Most people assume that to be successful with the podcast, they need a big audience. They see all these top podcasters out there getting millions upon millions of downloads, and they've got hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. And so they think in their brain, oh my gosh, I need that too. How am I ever going to launch a podcast and be successful with it if I don't have a big audience first? And this is what keeps a lot of people from starting a podcast because they've got a small audience. I mean, they got 100 people on their Instagram right now or 1,000 people. I mean, they got 500 people on their email list. And they're like, oh my gosh, I need 5,000 or 50,000 before I can go out there and start this thing. But I'm here to tell you right now that needing a big audience to be successful with a podcast is a total load of crock. And in today's episode, I'm going to debunk this myth once and for all and show you why it's simply not true. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. Oh my gosh, if I had a dollar for every time someone came to a sales call with me and sat down and told me, Courtney, I'm so concerned because I have been dying to do this podcast. It's been on my heart for like two years. I've been thinking about it. I've been studying it. I've been researching it. I've been following people like you who talk about podcasting, but I've got a small audience. I only have a hundred people on my email list. I only have a thousand Instagram followers, you know, and I'm new to business or I've recently pivoted. So my audience that was my audience, you know, it's kind of a good size, but now it's a new audience and it's different. So my new audience isn't big enough and on and on and on. And they go on and on and on about it. And the reality is most of them are burnt the heck out from posting on social media three or four or five times a day. Look, I love Instagram. People ask me, why are you, why are you posting more on Instagram lately? And I'm like, I'm actually not posting more. I'm posting the same I've always posted. My content might be a little more focused than it might have been in the past. But Instagram's always been my number one platform. I love it. I love connecting with people there. And I hate Instagram at the same time. I hate it. I hate that they put things in my feed every day that I'm like, I don't want to see. Why are you showing me this? Who are these people? I don't even know them. I'm here to connect with people that I know. Not all of these people who just want to sell me stuff on their Amazon lists because it makes me go spend money. Anyway, I digress. We all have a love-hate with social media, don't we? And for most of us, especially those of us who are running a business, the time and the mental energy that it takes to create content in not just an increasingly crowded content space on any of the social media platforms, but an increasingly sophisticated space on these platforms. I look at some of these reels and I'm like, did that take you seven hours to make? Because I don't have seven hours to make a reel. That's ridiculous. And they're highly produced and gosh, they're engaging. But man, when I think of the time and energy that it takes and that it used to take me back when I really was pumping out content to Instagram pretty religiously, And I think of how none of that, none of it turned into leads and clients for my business. I really had to stop for a moment and think, what am I doing and why am I doing it? So I get it. Most of these people that I sit down on sales calls with, they come because they're looking for an easier and a more effective way to market their business in a way that's less time consuming. And Let's hope more fun too, because who wants to sit there every single day coming up with content, figuring out hooks, figuring out exactly where to place text and how many video cuts there are to do. And I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people who are so fed up with the social media game. Because let's face it, we all have businesses to run. And for most people, especially in the business space, especially in the online business space, they learn from podcasts. 
everyone's got six, seven podcasts that they keep on their heavy rotation at all times. They enjoy listening to them. They enjoy learning from the hosts that they listen to. They learn a lot from podcasts, and it's a lot quicker and easier to listen to a podcast than it is to read a book. And so one day, just like it did for me, it dawns on them too that, heck, I could be doing this for my business. All these top thought leaders that I respect, that I admire, are out here podcasting. Why not me? Huh, maybe I really should think about this. And I can relate because I get it. Just over four years ago in my business, I was still somewhat new to the online space. I was only a few years in at that point. And I was desperate to find more effective ways to market my business because my 18-month-old son was home with me full-time. So I didn't have a lot of time to create content. I had clients to serve. I had a business to run. I had sales calls to sit down. At that time, I was wearing all the hats in my business. And so you wanted something done? It was me. Hello, marketing today. Hello, client delivery. Hello, operations. Hello, website crash. Let's go fix it, right? And I know you can relate to this because gosh, how we all start there wearing all the hats in our business. And that's where I was. And I just didn't have the time of day to create the volume of content that I would have needed to create to reach enough people organically to convert those people to leads and then into clients to sustain myself from a revenue standpoint. And the catch-22 was that because I wasn't making a ton of money at the time, I also didn't have a big budget for ads. I dabbled in ads here and there, but it was not something that I could sustain. And I was walking the neighborhood every day, pushing my son on the stroller saying, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm listening to all these podcasters, hoping that one of them would have like the secret that one day they would just share something that would blow me away and that would totally fix and solve all the marketing problems that I was experiencing in my business. And one day that happened, though not in the way that I thought that it would. Because one day I thought to myself, podcast, 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 huh, podcast, that's it. And the more I thought about it, the more convinced I became that this was the medium and the platform that I needed to be on. And I had the exact same fears. If you're sitting here listening to my voice right now and you're like, yeah, Courtney, you're right. I have a small audience and this is what's kept, maybe this is what's kept me from growing my podcast. Maybe that's it, you know, because you're trying to find a reason why you haven't grown because you've been doing everything the experts tell you to do. Or maybe you're sitting here listening to my voice right now and you're like, I want to start a podcast, but I got 20 people on my email list. So how on earth is this going to be successful? And the reason we tend to think this, myself included, back when I was about to start a podcast, is because we look to the people that we admire in this space, these in-demand thought leaders, the people that we listen to, the people that we follow on social media, and we see with our eyes visibly that they all have these huge audiences. I remember listening to James Wedmore and Amy Porterfield and Jenna Kutcher and just thinking, oh my gosh, I just, I just want to be like them. I want an eight-figure program. I want a top 100 podcast. I want thousands of followers. I want influence. I want impact. I want to get paid to speak. I want to get paid for my voice using it and what I have to say. I want people to think that that matters. I want to make a real difference. But who's going to listen to a nobody like me? And here's the thing. Every single person out there who you listen to, who has a podcast, started their podcast with that fear, I guarantee you. They started in spite of that fear. 
I had that fear. I had no idea if this would work for me. Starting my podcast, to be completely transparent with you, was a last-ditch effort for me. I didn't know if it would work. If it was anything like the rest of my marketing in my business, it had a very good chance of failing. But now looking back, oh my gosh, I am so glad that I started it when I did and that I didn't wait. But we wouldn't be having this conversation right now if I had waited. Because after being in business over seven years and in the podcasting industry specifically for over four of them, I quickly realized that the whole big audience thing is a total myth. Here's how I know. In fact, at one point, I actually researched this because I was so curious. Look at every single in-demand thought leader you admire. I don't care who it is. Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, Alex Hormozy, Tim Ferriss, pick one that you love. Doesn't even have to be in the business space. Maybe you're in the fitness space. Maybe you're in the parenting space. Maybe you're in the relationship space or the mental health space. Pick someone that you admire that you would consider to be a thought leader. Now, just about everyone, all of them, 99.99999% of them have what? A podcast. Why? Well, there's a few reasons. And for you, you might think, well, they have a podcast because, well, every thought leader has a podcast, right? They all have books. They have podcasts. They've got tons of content that goes out. They have a huge team. They have millions of dollars. They have everything that I don't have. And I promise you, I was right there too. So stick with me for a minute because all of this is going to make sense in a moment. Just about all of them have a podcast. And so it's easy to assume like, well, you know, they started that thing 20 years ago. And so that's why they grew so quickly. Or, you know, they had a big audience when they started. You know, Amy Porterfield, she's been marketing since marketing existed. Like she's been around forever. She had a big audience when she started her podcast. So of course she has a successful podcast. But that's not true. Because when you look closer, you find that, nah, most of them had their podcast before they had their big following. In fact, do you think that every single thought leader today who has a successful podcast had a huge audience when they started it? No, most of them had their podcast first. Jordan Harbinger started his show before Twitter existed, or X, as it's now called. Joe Rogan, I mean, gosh, can we call him the godfather of podcasting? Love him or hate him, the guy is successful. But he had his show before Instagram was on the scene, before Pinterest, before Snapchat. Amy Porterfield and Tim Ferriss both had their shows long before viral platforms like TikTok. And I know for a fact that every single one of them started with exactly zero downloads. So this begs the question, well, how did they become so successful? And the answer is by positioning their podcast to attract the right audience not the other way around. Because the key to being successful with a podcast isn't how big your audience is when you start, but it's how well you differentiate yourself so that you can attract the right audience to grow. Now, when you think about it like this, this leads us to another question. Why, when you look around, Is it true that some podcasts are more successful and many times far more successful than others? And the answer to that is because not everyone knows what levers to pull 
to make sure they stand out so their show can get the attention it deserves. So if you have a podcast right now that's bringing in less than a thousand downloads per episode, maybe you've had that show six months or more, you've been consistent. You've been on your computer at 11 o'clock at night cranking out an episode in the name of consistency. Mm -hmm. We see eye to eye. You know what that's like. But your show is still not bringing in the leads or the client conversions that you're looking for. People are not reaching out to you and your audience going, oh my gosh, I I live for Tuesday mornings. I can't wait till you drop a new episode every week. I binge all of your content. And you show up to that mic diligently with discipline, with intent, with heart. But you hit publish and wonder, is anyone even going to listen to this? How much longer can I keep doing this? Or if you're listening to this right now because you want to start a podcast, but you want to do it right and you want to make it successful from the jump then no matter where you are in your podcasting journey, what you're going to need to know is how to position that podcast to attract the right audience and the levers to pull in order to do it. The problem with the podcasting industry, in fact, the problem with a lot of industries out there, is that even with all the information that we have available to us at our fingertips on Google and on YouTube these days and on the internet, as people say, you're not going to be able to find what you need on Google or YouTube. In fact, even most podcasting experts, the podcasting conferences, the podcasting newsletters that you get in your inbox, most of these are focused on the basics. They're focused on tech. They're focused on logistics. Whenever they share something about getting more listeners to your podcast, it's the same old worn out advice we're all sick and tired of hearing. Stay consistent. Don't give up. Have fun with it. Gag me now. I mean, seriously, I saw a post from an expert this week. And look, I'm not here to knock anybody, but I saw this post and I thought, this is why people are failing with their podcasts. Because the post was 10 simple tips to increase downloads to your show. Half of the tips weren't even worth mentioning to you. The other half, guess what? Keep podcasting, be on all platforms, share high quality content, get bigger guests on your shows. Use SEO. Do you know how many podcasters have been doing these things for months and months and months on end with no change? Why is it that every single client, every single client of the dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of clients that we've worked with, why do they come to us because of these exact problems? Because they've been keeping podcasting and staying consistent, because they're sharing it on every single platform. They've got a YouTube channel. They're writing LinkedIn articles. They're sharing reels. They're sharing it with their email list. They're putting their best stuff into every episode. They're guesting on other shows. They're trying to get bigger guests on their show. They're utilizing SEO to the best of their ability, and they're still not getting results. And look, I know, again, I know that so many of these podcast experts are well-intentioned, but I see content like this and I'm like, this is why, this is why people are failing. It's because no one is talking about the psychology of human behavior that is the foundation of all marketing in the first place, including and especially podcasting. Because at the end of the day, we're not just talking about topics that we love. We're talking to humans about topics that we love. Humans are listening to your podcast. Even if it's only 22 humans, they're listening to your podcast. 
And in order to grow your podcast and to reach more humans with your podcast, we first have to understand humans. And we have to understand how to get them to take action. Now, the way we do this is through something I call listener psychology. This is the first step that we take our clients through. And they often get frustrated with this because they're like, oh my gosh, Courtney, I've never had to go so deep on something. I thought I was here to just launch a successful podcast. I'm like, you are here to launch a successful podcast. And this is where we start. And this is why. And this is why we've been able to get the dozens and dozens and dozens of clients, the results that we've been able to get because of this first step and what I'm about to share with you today. Because we've got to get good as podcast hosts at identifying and communicating and talking about the specific problems that we help solve for our listeners. And then we build the podcast around those problems. And in doing so, we're able to communicate with our humans, with our fellow humans on an unconscious level, because that is how we as humans absorb and interact with information and content, especially content is not consumed consciously. So you as a host need to know what keeps your listeners up at night. How do these specific problems that they're experiencing affect their daily life? Most people don't get specific enough here, and this is why their podcasts don't grow. So my promise to you is that here on this podcast, you will never hear me talking about these same old worn out outdating podcast advice or strategies, I'm putting those in air quotes, that other experts are touting. You're listening to my voice right now because you know that those things don't work. Because you're looking for answers and you've tried all those things and you haven't had success. And this is why I get messages from people who tell me, gosh, I've been binging all of your content. Thank you so much for working so hard to make our work easier. I live for Tuesday mornings when you drop those new episodes. I just, I cannot wait. It's the highlight of my week. And it's the highlight of my week when I get messages like that from you. So speaking of which, if you want to go deeper with your podcast, and if you want to learn how to build a very strong foundation for your show that actually allows you to tap into the science and psychology of human behavior in order to attract more listeners and gain more momentum and get all the results that you're here to get simply by connecting on a deeper level with more humans then we've got another live workshop coming up. And in this workshop, we this is specifically for those of you who either have a podcast that's not growing like you expected it to, or you want to launch a podcast and you want to do it right. So if that's you, then keep listening till the very end of this episode. And for those of you listening, that if you're listening to this for the first time right now, Every time we host a live workshop, you'll hear me link to it at the very end of the episode. If you're listening to this episode later in time, let's say it released a few weeks ago or a month or two ago, and you've gone back and you're, you're binging content back in the archives right now, then just so you know, we usually host these about once a month. They're always live. So anytime you hear me share that at the very end of an episode, that means run, don't walk, run to that registration page, save a seat. These usually fill up overnight. I'm not kidding. These fill up overnight every time we open the doors. It's totally free. There is no pitch. I want you to come and I want you to learn how to build a strong foundation for a binge-worthy podcast. And speaking of giving you podcast growth strategies that actually work, head on over to the next episode with me where we're going to talk about something that nobody is talking about, which is podcaster's block. It happens to all of us. 
where you've got an episode that needs to go out. You have no idea what to talk about in that episode because you feel like you've already talked about everything on your topic under the sun. And I'm going to show you what to do when you need to create an episode, but you're stuck on what to talk about. Whether it's because you feel like you've explored all the topics or you've got other things going on, you've got other things on your mind and cranking out content is the last thing you want to do. But in order to show up as the top hosts of our podcast, you got to know how to do it. So I'll see you in the next episode to help you make your business binge worthy. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 